Plantation SDA Church presents The Bible Unmasked. Read your Bible daily and join us every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. for our weekly discussion. From Genesis to Revelation, let's read the Bible in themes with Season 2 of The Bible Unmasked. Well, good evening and welcome again. We are so glad you are joining us again. And I am Elizabeth. This is Dexter. And uh, we are excited about our guests today, at least I am. You have probably seen them many times in church up front on the praise team and such. I remember meeting them for the first time back in 2017, I believe was the year, at the marriage um, weekend or yeah, seminars that we had at our church at Plantation Church. And what a joy it was. And we've enjoyed our friendship with them ever since. So welcome to Whitney and Kinta Richardson. Hello. Hello, Hello everyone. Hi. And is there anything that you want to yes, say so, more so, about the guests? Yeah. Um, you know, let me introduce the book. Yeah. Um, it's Songs of Solomon and the Cost of Commitment to Love. Um, this is the romance book in the Bible. This is the, you have to kind of make sure it's, sometimes it's it's rated. It's not always PG. Uh, you have to, Lord, could I have my kids read this book? You know, your neck is like a swan. Your breast is like a fruit. I want to climb the tree and pick your fruit. I'm like, oh my goodness. Stay out of this book, Teleza. <laughs> but, um, so it, 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 and you know, it's amazing this got into the canon the 66 books, because people are like, oh, too graphic, you know, the church fathers. And the only reason they got it, and they're like, well, it's an allegory. This is Christ and the church. Yeah, please. Solomon was Mr. Romance. And I'm happy it got into the, the, the 66, because God is intriguing, is, is interested in our love life. Sometimes we have God in our spiritual life. We put him, you know, in our jobs. But we leave our romance just to us and to Hollywood. God's like, no, I want to be absolutely involved in your romantic life. And I was just sharing with Whitney and Kinta that the reason I, so what we do, we study the Bible through themes, and the theme is the cost and commitment um, to love in the book of Songs of Solomon. So I looked for a couple that I could match with the theme and the, the most romantic couple I know personally at Plantation are the Richardsons. Mercy, oh, yeah. mercy. <laughs> you know, we, we were just reliving that marriage seminar, um, Marabout Marriage with the Mattises, and somehow we were sitting on the same table. I don't know how we got into that trouble, but we were sitting on the same table with the Richardsons. We had to write a love letter. For some reason, Madam Whitney did not realize we were going to read it out loud. <laughs> God should have heard the things she had in that letter. I had to cover my ears. Mercy, you know, mercy, and, and mercy. Kinta broke out into Creole and French. Um, Cherry Chapton. Cherry Chapton. I'm like, you go, Trini boy. You go. <laughs> I'm really excited for us to share this experience together as we talk from the Songs of Solomon. Okay, excellent. This is going to be a fun and exciting episode. And before we begin, though, we always want to start with inviting God and um, let's bow our heads for prayer. Father in heaven, Lord, we just thank you so much for your love towards us and that you are the originator of love and that we can um, see that in your word. And we ask that as we discuss your um, the Song of Solomon, that you would guide our thoughts and our and our viewers also in um 
May we just um, um, get a greater understanding of you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Okay, so let's get into um, opening up our Bibles to the Song of Solomon. May we want to grab a pen and a paper and also jot down some of these um, pointers that we've um, been sharing with you. So let's go to um, chapter 1 and verse 3. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfumes. Your name is like perfume poured out. No wonder the young women love you. So what we learn from this is our tip here is becoming more affirming. These were the other women speaking to this woman and, and affirming her. And so our question is, how do you deliberately share with those close to you their positive impact on you and others? Yeah. I, I, and guys, y'all just dive in. Don't wait for my invitation to jump in. Any questions you want to answer, just dive in. But one of the things I learned personally is if you celebrate people's good moments and their good qualities, you'll never run out of things to celebrate. You know, oftentimes we always look for the bad. And one of the things I've heard, Liz, is um, it takes five positive comments to erase one negative one. So you think about that. We have a lot of work to do because so often, and the reason I asked the question like I did is this is not just for marriage. Even though we're talking to a married couple, we're talking to a romantically married couple. Um, I go to them when I want my Valentine's ideas. They're like my role models and my mentors. But, but this is beyond marriage. This is just how to be a better human being and affirming people's goodness, affirming the traits that make them unique is a sure proof way of building people up, adding value to their life, and also attracting the same in your life. Absolutely. But it especially does wonders in your marriage. Absolutely. So we um, affirming is extremely important for the relationship. It's important uh, for the husband-wife relationship. It's important for the parent-child relationship as well. Um, Affirming each other really just brings you closer. Um, we are quick to speak about the things that the person does not do. We're quick to say, you know, you should have taken out the trash. You should have done this. You should have, you should have done that. However, when the person does do something uh, noteworthy, it's important for us to also let them know that we appreciate the things that they do. Uh, case in point, you want to share? You want to yeah, share? Yeah. So, like, um, my wife would sometimes like the the perfect time she would do it is when I'm at work. Like I just got to work. She would say, good morning. I just want to thank you for the things you're doing for the kids and, you know, different things like that. And me hearing that, you know, I'm kind of like a smile on my face. It brings, it, it, you know, a good way to start my day at work. So it's it's a smile on my face and I'm I'm happy. And I would text her back and like, thank you, baby. I appreciate that. Wow. Go from there. Yes. So I love it. I love it. And this happened last, this happened literally two days ago. Two days ago. And then like, as soon as I text him, he called back. And then he's like, why are you so sweet? <laughs> With a little <laughs> and that's why I fell in love. I was like, oh my gosh. Well, And so what happens is it's just a circle of love. Like yes. I pour into you, you pour into me. And so if we continue that effort, affirming each other in this manner, You'll, we'll never be thirsty, you know, we'll never be in need of it because we'll always be taking care of each other in that manner. Yes, yes. I like how you mentioned like even by texting, it's like it's, 
you know, there's so many ways that we can communicate to each other. Um, I was also going to share about how this is now outside of a marriage relationship. When I started my career, I had um, a teacher friend and she was always affirming and that helped me grow as a teacher to become even a better teacher because, you know, you feel more positive about yourself. Um, but, and then now also um, married, I find that that um, Dexter is very affirming and, and I appreciate about that in our relationship. So thank you, Dexter. Whoa, I love it. That's why, that's why I admire Dexter. That's why I admire Dexter so much. But, but you know what, though? Affirmation is not just you're wonderful, you're lovely. It can't be just generic and generalistic. I, I like what you, you, you like what Kinta just said with me, or somebody who just said, you took out the trash. You know, specifically point out um something in particular that the person is doing but also link it to how it's bettering your life bettering the marriage bettering the family you know and what you think about them because of it that's how affirmation works um in in, in fact even employees need to know i read a book called three signs of a miserable job and one of the things that make a job miserable is thanklessness yeah, being appreciated. So appreciation is what what you appreciate appreciates, right? Yes. The thing you affirm, it grows. Absolutely. And that's why you have to be careful that you're not just pointing out the negative because you'll get more of that. So even on the job, when you appreciate people and you show them how their work is adding to the company um, and it's building morale, I mean, look, Winnie, you said it, it's it's a circle of benevolence. It's a circle yeah. of blessings that you're creating, which is why it's so powerful. Good stuff. Mm -hmm. Yes. Good. Let's keep going now on to number two, which is um, chapter two, verse eight. Listen, my beloved, look, here he comes leaping across the mountains, bounding Ooh. over the hills. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think it um, it's a gazelle that the Bible uses, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I was thinking about, it's so interesting, a, a gazelle can be so graceful. I think, what if this was a rabbit bounding to you or another <laughs> I don't know. It's, wow. And anyway. Bounding, wow. <laughs> Anyways, um, so... Uh, good imagery there. So the tip here is the beauty of anticipation. So our question, what would you say makes others look forward to seeing you? Mm. Wow. Wow. That's a good one. Dive in, guys. Well, um, for example, you know, at work, sometimes it's so stressful, like emotionally dealing with people and stuff like that. So me coming home, um, you know, I, I don't want to think about that kind of stress stuff. So I want to come home and, you know, just be happy and just, you know. Um, so when I soon I come through that door, they have a song for me. They, wow. they sing, Daddy's home. Let's see. Everybody. So, you know, I'm like, hey. So, you know, that kind of bring like a joy in my heart. You know, I don't even think of work. I'm like, hey, I'm home. I'm home with the family. And I love it. I love it. Wow. wow. And I, I think another part of the question is, how do you make yourself so desirable that people are excited to see you? Mm. You know, so, sometimes we, we are the problem. You know, so when, when people see us, they're like, oh, you again. You know, <laughs> or, when, or when they have to deal with us, they start quoting that song, must Jesus bear the cross alone? 
and all, and all the world go free. You know? uh, how do you make yourself so desirable that, that your presence is longed for? Um, I think you have, oh, let me answer that. If you have love in your heart and you're showing that love and others would want to be in that, you know, area like, hey, I like this. He's he's very lovable. You know, he's always happy and stuff like that. So that's what I want to bring. I want to um, have more love for my family, you know, and and anticipate when I come home, they're like, oh, they're happy and joyful. So that's that's part of it for me. The, re the reason I like your, your answer, Kinder, and uh, um, the simplicity of what you're sharing, you don't have to bring a big gift. And I know with you, you're like, that would help. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to bring special dinner to honey. Um, no cooking today or whoever does the cooking. But, but the we don't mind, Dexter. We don't mind that. No, I don't mind that at all. <laughs> <laughs> I, but, but what I like is, is just presence. Yeah. It's just presence. And it's a little song they're playing. You know, we didn't even write the song or sing it. I totally did not write it. <laughs> but, but, but the fact that you are thought of makes you feel welcome. And I like how you describe it. You're like, it's the space. It's a different space from the yes. job. Not stress. Yeah. Yes, you know? and, and I think when we could create that, and that's a later question, but creating that kind of atmosphere for each other, um, it, it you know it's funny talk about expectations. I, I don't know, I don't know what Teliza has with me, but we we wake up on the early side, and and Liz wakes up after us. But she's waking, she's waking up seven o'clock, and every ten minutes she's like. Could I wake mommy up now? Could I wake mommy up? And I'm thinking to myself, what, what happened to me? Am I chocolate up? Enjoy me. <laughs> but, but you know, there is there is such a joy. She can't wait for mommy to wake up. Yeah. And it's funny how that works. Liz wakes up and then she comes outside. Then Talissa still comes outside by me and leaves Liz in the bedroom, you know, gathering herself, waking herself up. I'm like, but that doesn't make sense. Mommy's up. Why don't you just go jump on mommy? But she just wants to know that she is up. Yes. There was, and again, I think I'm stressing the point of, of having a beautiful presence. Yes. That's why I like that tip list, the beauty of anticipation. Yes. yes. Okay. Let's go now to number three. And looking at verse, um, jumping ahead to chapter seven and verse 10 to 11. I belong to my beloved and his desire is for me. Come, my beloved, let us go to the countryside. Let us spend the night in the villages. So our um, tip that we can gather from this is expressions and experiences of love. How do you intentionally grow your expressions and experiences of love? Mm, There's a good one for you guys because you all are married. Is it 11 years now? 14, almost 14. Oh, man. Wow, so we're all we're, we're almost flying. Time is flying. <laughs> we're great. almost catching up with you guys. We are yes. <laughs> <laughs> but be, being married for 14 years, I mean, how do you keep growing your experience and expressions of love? I mean, without trying to pull a rabbit trip out of the hat every time or do somersaults. Well, how do you grow that? Well, personally, I can say that I am always looking for uh, new uh, devotionals and looking for books uh, that can, you know, instruct us on how to better love my spouse. There are books um, that people refer to us such as 
love and respect or the power of a praying wife um, and then daily devotionals because this is a daily thing we have to do to tell you the truth loving each other and loving imperfect imperfect human beings which we both are it does take it takes <laughs> patience it takes the spirit of god it takes repetitive reminders on how to do so and so one daily devotional might say um, go ahead and, and, and uh, praise your spouse. Uh, go ahead and say sorry for something that you did. Uh, make sure you forgive your spouse for something. And so these are practical things that we have to do in order to make our relationship work. And so I don't think that you, I don't, the love there, that's another one. I think I read the love there about five or six times already. And I know this is not the last time that I'm going to re uh, read it. So these are things that we do, I, I do personally, to continue to, re, to be reminded on how to better love him, on how to uh, better our relationship and our marriage because it's not an easy thing and we forget things really quickly. Yeah, well, yeah. life happens. And, yes. and, and the thing is, there is no such thing as automated um, growth or automated love in a marriage. Meaning, you know, like how we, we um, automatically have our mortgage come out of our bank account every month. Correct. <laughs> it don't work like that with, with a marriage. Yes. You have to keep putting in, you have to keep building. And I love what you're saying that the, the stuff that you take in, the books that you read. Uh, one of my favorite is The Meaning of Marriage by Tim and Kathy Keller. That is such a bombshell of a blessed, of a blessed read. Um, and that really helped me to, like, like when we got married, one of, one of the vows I had was, I want a PhD in lithology. Wow. Okay. Be because I think I got this from the love there, actually. The love there, because Pro Proverbs says, Proverbs talks about um, knowledge, the knowledge of your spouse. And the love there was saying, where are you in terms of the knowledge of your spouse? Are you, are you in um, kindergarten? Are you in preschool? Where are you? And how do you grow? How do you grow together a, a beer? you know, in loving your spouse, in knowing your spouse. And, and so for me, one of the ways, like, like Liz and I have been building our likability, because we, we got, our courtship was long distance. Mm -hmm. you know? So how much do you build really long distance? And we were in each other's spaces like three or four times at most. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, you know, so one of the things we had to intentionally do is how do we learn to really enjoy each other more and more? So we started playing card games. And I am ex I'm extremely competitive. I know you guys- Really? I didn't, I didn't know that, Dexter. I didn't know that. Never seen that. I know you're shocked. <laughs> you are shocked. I am. The is flabbergasted. How could you say that about yourself? <laughs> and, and Liz is like, Liz is like, I'm just playing the game. But when she wins, she's ready to stand on the table. I know, she's happy. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. And then, then, then we started, um, like, Talissa start having her, her nap time. She used to nap in the day, and then she quit doing that. Thank you, Jesus. Because <laughs> now she's napping at, like, 7.30, o'clock. Somebody say hallelujah. Yeah, hallelujah. <laughs> All of a sudden, we have that time for ourselves. Yes. And just to sit for 30 minutes, an hour, debriefing with our day, getting in the world together. I mean, Liz, for me, it's magic. Mm -hmm. And I look forward to it. And it's made me 
fall deeper, deeper, not just in love, but in like with Liz. It okay. makes me enjoy her presence. Yes. Or no. What I like about this question here is that it says about intentionally, and I think that's important to remember that it's not on your spouse to be doing all these things, but it, you are also yes. have that responsibility and onus on you. Um, so if you're reading something like your devotion or whatever and not be like, oh, well, I wish you would do that, but be like, no, I'm going to do this now. Yes. Uh, Kinta, I think you were going to say. Yeah, I was going to say something. I think also a big major is um, date night. Oh, yes. Yeah. That because, you know, these kids are blockers, right? Hello. Hello. They, they, they don't knock. They just want to just come in the door. Right. 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 <laughs> so <laughs> I'm saying drop them off. Right. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, you know, it's a handle business. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? Right. So, um, hallelujah. So yeah. <laughs> I'm saying we need, we need to like, for us, we have, we take turns, right? So she would do the first time. And then the next time I do my day, a date night, yes. it can be anything. It can be a movie. It can be a, Netflix and chill. Netflix and it can it be can be out going somewhere. Right, right, restaurant. right, right. Yes, right. hotel. We actually rent, and this is important for people, especially with children. <laughs> Sometimes we just change the atmosphere. Like we drop them off to the parents. Thank God they're in town, um, and we just go rent a hotel just to be just amongst, like with each other, you know, without interruptions. Right. Mm -hmm. How do you all do that though? Because both of you all work full time jobs. Both of y'all are full-time parents. Both of y'all are heavily involved in church. How in the world do you find time for that? Do you do that once a year? Well, Liz no. said the word, intentional. Yeah. Intentional. So it's it's definitely not something that's happening often. Obviously, time, money, mm -hmm. two jobs here, you know, craziness. But we just are intentional in saying, that's it. We're going to do this. And it may mean bringing you know his work uniform to the hotel you know what i mean and then he from the hotel he goes straight to work and so we do that periodically just like as it's and it's fun it's cute like meet me here it it, it can be really really cute and it, it's really important our one of our the cutest ones are the ones that don't dexter that don't you don't even need money for so we've done <laughs> We've done date nights inside the house where we did like paint night. This we did this for our last anniversary. Yeah, we did paint, paint night. night. And so on YouTube, they have, you know, people do like um, they'll teach you how to um, do tutorials rather on how to paint something. So we had two, you know, two uh, things and we just started painting. We had we had uh, dinner and that was that was our date. And it was amazing because it was spending time in each other's presence. Yeah, that's it. That's all. Yes. Nice. I like that outside of the box idea. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, and I liked what you also said about how you switch it up. You one person is in charge. I think that's what I understood. Yes. Take yeah. Who's deciding? I just listened to something about that last night. Jean Weaver on Focus on the Family. She was saying how that she does that with Valentine's Day. One year he does it. One year she yeah. does it. Oh. You know. So oh. and yes. You never told me that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Like that was good advice for for me as a woman, you know, especially us as women, we think, oh, we want our man to romance us and all this. Yes. But you know, it's why, you know, it's on both of us. Ooh, speak, Jesus. speak Jesus. Speak Jesus. 
Hey, Dexter, Dexter you're, next. That list. you're next. Dexter, you're next. Listen, listen. You're next. <laughs> it's too soon. It's too soon. <laughs> we'll have a time. No, well, actually, he, he's always done it all these years. So, yeah, I'll take it on. I like that. Yeah. Jay, Jay, oh. Jay, I just want you to know after Jesus, you're the next favorite Jay on my list. <laughs> Jay, Jay. Let's go. Let's oh, go. <laughs> That's too funny. Okay, let's keep going now to number four. And we're going to verse 12 now of um, chapter seven. Let us go early to the vineyards to see if the vines have budded, if their blossoms have opened, and if the pomegranates are in bloom, there I will give you my love. Mm. So here is our tip from that is creating the best atmosphere for love. Our question, what helps you create a better atmosphere for love to flourish? Wow. Go for it, guys. Yeah. I mean, cool. even the, the hotel one was already a great yeah. um, example of how you can do that. Different Also, um, like, let's say your bedroom. You, you're, Sometimes your bedroom, uh, I'm not I'm telling our business, but sometimes, you know, we have laundry in it. We have this. We have that. It's also my office. You know what I mean? And so... Setting up that atmosphere, clearing that, you know, changing the mood, uh, put only candles, um, dimming the lights. Uh, there are different things that you, oh, you know, red light oh. special. Listen, you know, it's on and popping, mm -hmm. right? So there are different things that you can do to set that atmosphere like that are not expensive. Just nice little things that you can do to make that room look like an oasis or it looks like something completely different than what it is. So that's just some of the um, ideas that I'm thinking. I think the bedroom should not be for work. Like, Hello. I think the bedroom. Hello, Hello India. <laughs> it should either be alone time or discussing like, you know, family and, you know, different things. But yeah. I will change I that atmosphere. Thank you for sharing. <laughs> As he usually does, right, Dexter? <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing in front of 200 people on Sunday evening on the Bible on Mass. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're telling me priority. Thank you. Thank you, honey. Right, that's right. <laughs> no, but you, you know, I, I also think that the whole idea of atmosphere has to do with understanding your spouse's love language too. Yes. Because an atmosphere could also be a walk in nature. Mm. Um, you know, atmosphere could be a boat ride somewhere. Yes. Right? So atmosphere, atmosphere could be filling a jacuzzi yes. uh, or a bathtub, hallelujah, holla back, and, <laughs> and putting some scented candles around it. Yes. Yeah. So, you know, so it can be different things, but I, I think what I'm gathering from this verse is the need to be deliberate about spicing things up. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen automatically. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Final thoughts from you guys before I talk about the next episode. Well, I was thinking um, atmosphere also is not just what is around us, but even you as a person. Um, and so I always say that in my home, I am the thermostat. I'm the thermostat because if I come home and I've had a bad day, you know, everyone notices. And I mean, from the youngest to the eldest, everyone notices, oh my goodness, she had a bad day. And then everyone now is sad. But if I come in happy, good morning, hey, hello, you know, hello to everyone, because that's my, you know, personality anyways, is bubbly. Um, then everyone is happy as well. 
which is tough for the person who has to be the thermostat because it's like, can I have a bad day? Um, <laughs> but atmosphere is who you are and what you do. And so you want to be that person, again, with that anticipation. You want to be that person that everyone wants to come home. When they see you at the door, they're excited because this person is home. So atmosphere really is all about that as well, you know, as the surroundings and the rose petals and the little cool little, what was it, a scavenger hunt that you mm -hmm. did at one time? Yeah. yeah, so there, it's there's so much more to that, um, especially for females. We're like, it's mostly mental. So once you have us mentally, <laughs> listen. It's <laughs> over. Yeah. <laughs> Touchdown, baby. Touchdown. <laughs> Yeah. It's like the thing I like, I like to tell couples, um, and I, I think it's for real. And the thing is, if you begin in the kitchen at seven, you could end up in heaven at 11. Mercy. Okay. I like that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> preach, preacher. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I am so grateful again um, for these amazing human beings that stepped into episode 13 of the Bible and Mass, um, Kinta and Whitney Richardson. I, I want to thank God for how you guys allow him to use you, um, whether, it's the, whether it's the parking lot ministry, Kinta, whether it's the men's ministry, whether it's um, your praise and worship, Whitney, yeah. um, but also just for your, your life as parents and lovers. And, sh and giving that as a gift to a broken, hurting world. And so I, I thank God for you guys. In our next episode, um, we are gonna be dealing with the Book of Lamentation. The Book of Lamentation. And in the Book of Lamentation, Jeremiah is bawling his eyes out because he has lost everything. The city of Jerusalem has been smashed to pieces. You know, people have died. So there's a lot of sadness. But I looked at this book and I said, okay, what are tips? What are tips? How could we have strength to face grief? What are tips to facing grief from this book? And so I have a couple of a really, really, really strong women coming on. They've had some terrible losses, but they're going to share how God got them through. Yeah. So stay tuned. You all know what time, Sunday evening, 7.30. You know where, Plantation TV. Um, so see you for episode um, 14, the book of Lamentation, Strength to Face Grief. Great. Thank you. And remember to also share this with your family or friends, you know, that you don't have to watch it exactly that the, on Sunday evening when it premieres, but it's online. You can see it anytime. So invite your family and friends. So to close, Kinta, I'm going to ask if you could pray for us, please. Yes. <clears throat> Danny, Father, thank you, Lord, for your love, Lord, that you died on the cross for us, Lord, and just want to give you praise and honor, Lord, for just uh, protecting us and our families, Lord. Help us to have love for one another, Lord, and um, to be better husband and wife, Lord, and, and Lord, to represent you in every way, Lord. I bless each marriage uh, here, Lord. I May you continue, Lord, to be in the midst of uh, relationships, Lord, and um, Lord, block the devil, Lord, and mm. may we continue, Lord, to strengthen each other, Lord, and to encourage one another. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Plantation SDA Church presents The Bible Unmasked. Read your Bible daily and join us every Sunday at 7.30 p.m. for our weekly discussion. From Genesis to Revelation, 
Let's read the Bible in themes with season two of the Bible Unmasked.